5:26. Good morning, saints. God bless you. Nice to see you all here. Had a wonderful day yesterday, and many are still here from the wedding. So we'd like to greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I love this song. Amen. Don't you want God's bosom? I feel like we could change the lyrics to this song. I'm not going to. Oh, my loving brother, yes, the world's on fire. Don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? Hallelujah. But he is the rock of ages. Amen. Let's sing this together. Oh, the judgment day. Oh, the judgment
Amen. Maybe just as we prepare to change the order of the service, we can sing that song. What a day that will be. Five twenty-six or five seventeen. Excuse me. I'm gonna have our brother Michael. Nice to have you back, brother Michael. Mr. Abigail and Silas. Have you come and open the service for us in a word of prayer? Maybe as the brothers would just come and get ready for the morning offering. Let's just sing that. Uh, let's sing the second verse. There'll be no sorrow there, no more burdens to bear. Oh, there'll be no sorrow there, no more burdens to bear, no more sickness, no sore just singing when the redeemed shall be gathering in i'm pretty sure my clapping is a is a will pale compared to what it will be that day and man i love that song what a day that shall be when i look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace and he takes me by the hand my goodness may we be may he take us by the hand even this morning amen as we enter into his courts as we have with praise and thanksgiving this morning why don't we lift up our hands you have a need on your heart he sees it he sees your hand and then you say, Lord, I'm not caring about anybody around me. I just want you to see my hand this morning. Say, I have a need for you to meet this morning. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come this morning into your sanctuary. Lord, not this building isn't the church, but the people that are sitting here are the body of Jesus Christ. Lord, we are the church of God this morning. Lord, as many gather around the world, but here this little body that, Lord, we sojourn together are here desiring that you move amongst us this morning. We don't come just to come to church, as many thousands might be doing this morning, but we desire, oh God, that you would give us a 
pure and powerful encounter with our Lord Jesus. Lord, we're desiring that day when we may see you face to face, Lord, in the flesh. But Lord, your presence, would you come down this morning? Lord, we would desire that you would be so tangible amongst us. We would set aside the things of this world. We set aside the things of this past week, Lord. Many different challenges and, and circumstances. But today, this morning, we want to encounter the Almighty God in our midst, Lord. May, Lord, there be a liberty this morning. May the Word of God come across this pulpit with such power, O oh God, as the ones that have lifted up their hearts to you. They've lifted up their hands to you. Lord, they could put that need before you. And it would be met this morning, Lord, that nothing would stand in your way. Lord, you told your prophet, nothing will stand before your prayer, not even cancer. Lord Jesus, you're the almighty. You're the all powerful. Oh God, would you move this morning? Would you break the bonds? Oh God, that would bind someone in this sanctuary, in this building this morning. Deliver the lost. Oh God, save the bound Lord. Heal the sick this morning because we come Lord, believing in a true and powerful word, the word of God. Lord, nothing can stand before it. Lord Jesus, we commit this service, your people, our worship, the singing. Lord, it is to you and to your glory this morning. So we dedicate ourselves. We consecrate ourselves. Would your blood cover us this morning? May there not be a thing that would hinder the moving of your spirit. And so we, Lord, lay at your feet and give you this day in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. So be it. You may have your seats this morning. Brothers, you may take the offering. Lord, bless that this morning. Amen. What a day. It's good to be back. My goodness. I felt like I was gone three weeks. It was only ten days. Maybe it's because they wrung me out like a little cloth. That's okay. We're here to be wrung out for the glory of God. Amen. Well, we have one week to camp. So we're hitting the ground running. So I need you to come with me. <laughs> and uh, so just a couple little announcements before we turn the uh, back to Brother Ryan. But there is a counselor's meeting today in the uh, chapel immediately after the service, if you can. So please, uh, we'll be as prompt as we can and, and as quick as possible uh, for the afternoon. And I just ask also anybody that's coming for a junior camp that are junior camp helpers, uh, I'd like you to be there as well. So if you are going to be at junior camp uh, that are helping um, in the different areas, um, skits and so on and so forth, would you please also come and, and that'll just be a brief, brief little update there. And so that's uh, next Monday, 10 o'clock for junior campers on Monday morning. It's been a few years, junior campers. I think this is year three. I think this is, uh, we've missed two years and so this will be the third year. So I, I'm, I'm praying it'll be a real, a real wonderful time for our junior campers. Our, our, our little ones are, are you know, it's very, this is an important age. And I've just pondered it for the last little while. These are forming years of our little ones. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. These are years where your heart is tender. You're not took up in the things of, of just the, of the, of the, of life. And God, God meets our little ones and that really sets an anchor post. And COVID really set, really put that at bay. And I say, Lord, come with, uh, Triple anointing <laughs> for all the time that we've missed, you know, these the last couple of years for our junior camps. We pray both the church and the body, those that will be coming, just really come prepared that the Lord would meet and deal with our little ones. Senior camp starts on the Thursday, 
also at 10 o'clock next Thursday. So, well, not this Thursday, next. Uh, don't, don't come to camp Thursday. Well, you can. We'll be cleaning about that day. So if you show up, there'll be something to do, right? But <laughs> uh, The Sunday afternoon of camp, uh, just so everybody's aware that if you want to bring a picnic, that's absolutely uh able to do that the food though is that is on grounds is for the registered campers only just we are going to be pretty tight this year with just some of our numbers so do not come please expecting on sunday if you're not a registered camper on grounds or staying on grounds uh you know when you're coming for the meetings please bring a picnic uh if you're planning to stay for lunch because uh, we will not uh there'll be no food there for you so please please do that and uh and just also we have always a little reminder this helps um Keep our mobile devices at a parked parked spot for senior camp as well. We want to we want to have an encounter with God. Amen. I'm really looking forward to this year. We had quite the camp last year, <laughs> so let's just launch. <laughs> Amen. Let's not uh, let's not look backward. Let's look forward and uh, see what the Lord has for us. So please, just after after the service again, uh, just a counselors meeting, and we'll go forward from there. God bless you. Amen. Let's have a wonderful service today. Amen. I trust we can all be keeping the services in prayer. Remember our brother Wayne Lawson. We're looking forward to a wonderful, wonderful week. It's going to be supernatural time, I'm really expecting. And we do want to announce that there's going to be a family prayer meeting tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. And I have a, a pile of visitors that I'm supposed to recognize, as, as well as a thanks to the church for your help and support for Joseph and Sharon's wedding from the families of the bride and groom, so thank you from them. And some have come a very long way, so we do want to recognize them. Sister Francine's family, uh, the Shibanbi family, where are they at? Maybe we could recognize them. God bless you. Nice to have you here with us all the way here from Europe. And then Brother Emmanuel's nephew, Paul Umboise from Cameroon. Where are you, Paul? God bless you. Thank you for coming. Nice to have you with us. And of course, we have to welcome Brother Andrew and Sister Bella. She's traveled here to sojourn with us. God bless. <laughs> Congratulations. Nice to have you here with us. God bless you, Bella. We had a wonderful time at their wedding in Kentucky and with the saints there. Amen. And I believe, uh, oh, the Emoti family is here from Dallas. Where are they? I didn't see them. God bless you. Nice to have you here. Send our greetings back to the McGarry and the church there, if you would, please. God bless you. All right, we're going to invite the choir to come, those who sang the song at Easter. This blood brother Tom's asked that they would come and sing that once again, so maybe they would just come and prepare. And why don't we just sing together, uh, Greater Than All, Amen. Greater Than All My Sin, as the choir's coming. Greater than all my sin is the blood that still cleanses me. Is the grace that still sets me free? Oh, to praise Him, I know the blood, the blood is applied. I'm walking in newness of life. I cannot fall, for it's greater than all the blood. I Blood. 
this precious blood that gave me life. Tell you he's alive 
There is the blood. There is the blood. I got it. Hallelujah. I'm glad the mic wasn't on. You would have heard my singing. Don't you love the presence of the Lord? Yeah, it's worth everything. If you come for anything else, I don't know what you come for. But I want, as Michael prayed, an encounter with God. I'm sorry, I don't want your mental understanding. I don't want my mental understanding. I just want the presence of God to move in a special and supernatural way that your children would know that he's a living Savior. He's not a dead God. He's a risen God. And he's alive today, saints of God, because there's a people that got an expression. Don't get quiet now. Come on, this is your, this is your day. This is the bride's day. This is where you need to worship. You need to praise him and lift up your voice to him. Hallelujah. Amen. We want the devil to tremble this morning. We want Satan's kingdom to be ruffled this morning. Amen. We're tired playing church. Quotitis. I got this. I got that. I want the word. We're gonna, we're gonna prod you on this morning. We're gonna stretch your minds a little bit this morning. But it saints, I want to provoke you in love. We have not come here to be a little church at Cloverdale Bible Way. We've come to put the word of God and dress ourselves in the robes of His righteousness. Amen. Anything less than that, we've come for just religion. I hate religiosity. But I love the presence of God, Brother Victor. You can shout it out this morning. You can be free in the house of God. Where can we let off the pressure? Where can the bride let off the pressure? In the presence of the king. Amen. He's worthy of all praise and all glory. We had a wonderful day yesterday. Wonderful couple. So thankful for each and every one that came to support them in this great union time. Family and friends from basically around the world. And that made it a very special day. Tomorrow night, family prayer meeting. Special times in the presence of the Lord Jesus. We'll be praying especially for camp. Brother Wayne Lawson will be taking the evening services. Brother David Mayer will be taking the morning services. It's just like a one-two punch. We got the devil on the run last camp, and we're really going to keep him running now. Amen. We get that word and the worship and how wonderful it was. Amen. Family camp a week away. Can't believe it. I just can't believe it. We're going to blink and we'll have a New Year's service again. That's how fast this months have gone. And uh, time is speeding up. Because we're in an era of time shall be no more. He delayeth no longer, saints of God. We're in that crossover season of mortal to immortality. We're being changed by the word of God. And I'm so thankful for your attendance this morning. God bless you, Andrew. And Isabella, God bless you. Welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They got married and we weren't even there. But now you're here. I like how you did it. He came like a thief in the night. <laughs> he stole her heart and brought her home. Great. Does everybody understand how that works? 
Well, God bless you. Nice to have you back, Andrew. We love you much. Love you much. It's about right. What a blood. What a word. What a message. What a messenger. What a savior. Father God, we come into the presence of the almighty God that you are. Lord, that you would move upon the hearts of your children this morning. Father God, I pray that you will speak deeply to every soul, from every young person to the older ones alike, Lord, across the assembly and those that have joined us, Lord, by the way of the internet. I pray, Lord, that you will so move on their behalf. Let the word of God, Lord, ignite their souls in the realization, Lord God, of this glorious coming of the Lord. And so, Father, I'm asking that you will use the speaker and, Lord, speak to the hearer. And may you be glorified in this little service, Father. We ask, Lord, as we prepare for camp, that you will bless us once again. That you'll watch over your servants, Brother Wayne Lawson, Brother David Mayer, how we love them dearly. How they've deposited much within our lives. And we pray, Father God, that you will move on their hearts. Move, Lord, like you've never moved before. And may the expectation of the meetings be beyond our expectations. And so, Father... I commit this service now to you, the camp, as we will be entering into it. We pray, God, you'll lead us and guide us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I said to Brother Murphy, I have more on my plate than I do when I study all week for I mean, um, a service. So if, uh, if you don't mind, you pull hard and we'll do it quickly. And uh, we want to thank the Dingwall family, Ben and, and Bree and... And Sister Hetty, Kim, I, I know he's not feeling well, but thank you for opening your home for a lot of us at the wedding. I want to show our grad, our appreciation. Brother Ben and I have a special relationship. We don't. But it's special. And I would love to have more. I just love you, Ben. You mean a lot. I have a tough time, don't I? Sometimes and other times come different ways, but we just look to the Lord this morning. Amen. With your Bibles, please, let's turn to the Word. I'd like to take a little thought, a voice from the cloud. The voice from the cloud. Don't freeze up on me. If I go out on a limb, just don't chop it off, okay? I had a friend that did that once. He was out on a tree limb and he saw the wrong end. I won't say who it was. Exodus chapter 24. We have been given a message like no other message on the face of the earth. And I don't want it to be a cliche to you this morning if I say message. I want you to take it quickly to the token where Brother Branham called it, this message is Christ. So God has come in his unveiled word to bring us to a wedding supper. 
And I don't know about you, but I want to be robed in the righteousness of God that when he comes, he can take his waiting bride away. Exodus chapter 24. Verse 15, and I spoke last week a voice from his most excellent glory. Voice from his most excellent glory. So we'll, we took that out of Second Peter, as we'll, we'll read again. But I want to take it from Genesis then to Jesus when he was on Mount Transfiguration to when a prophet got caught up in the cloud also. And there was a voice from the cloud and he's Hebrews 13.8. What is that? The same today forever. So it's not an isolated event. God was now foreshadowing all through the scriptures. If Moses had a cloud in the first Exodus, surely we would have a cloud in the... I'm not preaching mysteries to you, folks. People that preach mysteries leave you with a mystery, as the pastor once said. But we want to preach the word to you. To let you realize, it's just not a, this isn't a, something, a hobby horse that you're just riding on. This is a power that is literally going to pack you into the presence of Jesus Christ. And we need our children. You know, when that cloud came down in that tabernacle, in that tent in the wilderness, I'll tell you one thing. Those children didn't just gawk and look at Moses. When they saw Moses come out of there, they knew that he had come from the presence of the Lord. Don't look at every minister as though they're just a minister. You look and realize that they have come from the presence of the Lord. He is the same indeed, yesterday, today, and forever. Exodus 24, verse 16, or 15, sorry. And Moses went up into the mount... And a cloud cover the mount. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days. Is that not familiar from last week? When Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and after the six days. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud overshadowed it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud. Moses went into the midst of the cloud. I would hear a big, louder. I don't know what's happening here. Are you all tired from yesterday? Shake it off. Moses went into a cloud. A prophet was taken up into a cloud. Amen. And when you get taken up into that cloud, you got something to say. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up unto the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Let's pray one more time. Heavenly Father, I just pray now that you'll take the word, that you will speak to each and every one of us, Lord, from the word, that you will move us in the word, that, God, we would come to you, the word. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats.
How, how many of you are fed up? Fed up of just living in this, this place. <laughs> just, it's amazing how weird and, I want to say we used to call it weird and wonderful. But I'm going to call it weird and terrible. It's a weird and terrible time to be living in, but it's a glorious time, a prophet said, for the bride of Jesus Christ. It's our, this is our time, bride time. Amen. So we're going to look at the word of God this morning. And as I, uh, I um, turned to John 14 last week, I'd like you to turn to it again, please. John 14. St. John 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, where Jesus is, there you may be also. May the Lord Jesus make that a reality more than just a scripture. Then you will get out of the mind of just coming to church. You'll get in the mind that God has come to beckon us into the very presence of glory. Amen. You know, so many of us get churchized. We get our minds focused and we... We feel, wow, we just got to cut them to church. We just got to put in an hour and a half and the kids are all going to go play or are all going to do their thing. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all of a sudden the Holy Spirit started to move upon us? Our children start to walk around in the presence of God with their arms lifted up. And you would marvel and say, God must be in this place because they don't normally do that. But it would be great if the adults just said, hey, God, would you come down? Would you meet our children? May the glory settle on this little assembly. Make it an unusual place. God's chosen place. Yep. This is where we let off the pressure. This is where sisters open their hearts and say, my children need salvation. God, deal with them. I don't think that Seraphonician woman, when she grabbed the hem of his garment, just... No, I don't think so. I think when she got into the presence of the one that could deliver them, she was going to express her heart. And I think this morning, if there's a bride that can touch the hem of his garment, we would express our heart, say, God, move on a people. Let not these just be stories. But there was a voice that came out of the cloud in this hour. Not just for you to tickle your ears. But to bring you from mortality to immortality. You might as well say amen. Because this message came to lift us and put us into a rapture. Is I hear an amen up there? Then do I hear an amen? Glory. Glory. Listen, the voice. You gotta stop that, don't I? The voice, the Bible says in Genesis 3, and they heard the voice of God walking. 
So with the voice, there was the presence. And if the presence of God was speaking to them, there's something to be said, isn't there? So then if God sent a voice in this generation, there's something that was being said. It's just not, uh, you know, Elijah and the meal offering or marriage and divorce or rising in the sun and God's chosen place of worship. And we just take a nice little tidbit here and tidbit that. Saints, I want to tell you this morning, as you know, most of you do know, that it's one collective message. The voice of God walked in the cool of the day. I just pray this morning that his voice would come walking on down here. And Jesus, when he came out of the water, straight out of the water, and lo, the heavens opened up, and he saw the Spirit of the Lord descend like a dove, lightning upon him, and lo, a voice from heaven. You will go through the scriptures, and we can isolate it and make a nice little text, but we want, I want to show you from Genesis to Revelation that the voice of God has been speaking to his children for all these years. From Genesis to Revelation, God used prophets in the Old Testament, and God used a prophet in this New Testament. What was that voice to do? It was a creative word. That is literally creating a bride. Amen. You are literally the spoken word of God from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. You've got to recognize it. Am I a daughter of God or am I not? Am I a son of God or am I not? If you're not, you're not going into rapture. If you are, praise the Lord. If you're a son of God, you're going into rapture. If you're not, well, have a nice tribulation. Listen, saints. People, we need to press to the prize. If the first church started under an eagle anointing, under a prophet... Surely at the last age, God had to bring another an eagle anointing. Mm-hmm. What is that to do? To raise you into heavenly places. Amen. That's what the word's for. To raise you up. To lift you up into heavenly places. Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I in to this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Then there came a voice from heaven, a voice from that immortal realm coming to this mortal realm, brother Milko. It'll be the same voice that's going to heal you, the same voice that's going to change you, the same voice that's going to enfold you. Father, Glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven. It wasn't a voice from man. It was not a voice from the synagogue, the rabbi. It was a voice from heaven. And if we could understand today that it was not Brother Branham's voice. I am only using his vocal cords. 
But people want to say, well, Brother Branham this, Brother Branham that. Brother Branham's gift was to let Jesus take care of the temple. Step in. Use his vocal cords. Because God uses men. And may God take some vocal cords this morning. And lift you into heavenly places. Amen. Shake yourself. That's what the prophet said a number of times. Just shake yourself. Come under this revelation. That God himself has descended in this hour. If he's descended, he's going to ascend. And when he ascends, I want to go with him. Hallelujah. God's come down. He's going back up. And when he goes up, Brother Bram said there'll be a sweep. A sweep over a people. We got to determine I'm one of them. One of them. What a voice. What a voice. What a voice. Oh, my, he says in questions and answers, 1964. The ones that were living, and them that are alive and remain, God's going to quicken. Amen. Why don't you turn to First uh, Thessalonians 4. I gotta slow myself down here. First Thessalonians four. First Thessalonians four. Tremendous scripture. But I would not have you ignorant. I would not have you unknowing. I want you revelated. Brother Bram said, but you don't pray for revelation enough. He said, we should pray for revelation every day. And it's an overused word, I know that. But God, would you reveal yourself to me? Would you let your word be quickened to me? For I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others, which have no hope. For I believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even them which also sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this I say unto you by the word of the Lord. Not by Paul, by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep. I want you to know those that are alive and remain. Those that are alive, you know what alive that alive means? Everybody listening? Energetic. If you're alive in Christ... There's an energy. Amen. Not laid back. An energy. I'm alive for the coming of the Lord. Yep. I'm alive. I'm energetic. Not lethargetic. Energetic. To be alive means to be flourishing. To be alive means to be thriving. Yep. Are you alive this morning? Absolutely we're alive. We're alive in Jesus Christ. The resurrection. To them that are alive and remain. Now listen what the prophet says here. Questions and answers. Number one. He says now the resurrection of those that are asleep. 
there'll be an awakening time. And those that are asleep in the dust now, not those that are asleep in sin, they'll sleep right on. They don't wake for a thousand years. Think about it. But those who are sleeping in the dust that are in Christ. That's where you want to be this morning. In Him. In Him is a resurrection. In Him is healing. In Him is deliverance. In Him is your glorification. In Him is your resurrection. Yes, sir. Those that are in Him. He will awaken those, these corruptible bodies will put on incorrupting, incorruption. Hallelujah. And into rapturing grace of the Lord. that, That didn't just go over enough. I mean, this voice came to give you rapturing grace. So this rapturing grace of the Lord and will be gathered together. And when they begin to get together, then we which are alive and remain, we shall be changed. We shall be caught up together with them. Hallelujah. We shall be caught up together with them. These mortal bodies shall not see death. I say that's a voice from a heavenly realm. That spoke through a cloud. That gave you the unveiling of his word. The seven seals opened. The third pole was being manifested. Oh, I want to get here. So I might as well get here. Because I don't know how long I can handle myself. But the first pole was an open show. The second pole. Remember he took him by the hand? That benefited the people. He, then he discerned the heart. Second poll. Is that right? You've been hearing now for the last two. This is your third service on it. So I want to get you in the word. The third poll. He said, I'll meet you in there. It will be in a secret place. And it won't be a public show. It won't be a public show. It won't be the super duper meetings with 30,000 and 50,000. It will be no public show. Well, how do you get that? That's what the prophet said. But let me tell you something. When Joseph went into Egypt, he pushed all men out of his chamber so that he could reveal himself to his brethren. He does not do this in an open show. No, sir. The opening word is only for the bride. The spoken word is for the bride. Hallelujah. That's the mountain I'm talking about. That's the capstone ministry we're speaking about. Hallelujah. And when that capstone descended, what did it cry out? Grace, grace, grace. He that laid the foundation stone is the one that's going to bring the cornerstone. God that deposited that seed in you laid that cornerstone. But now he's brought the headstone. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Not little Bible stories. That's what you got. We brought up on Bible stories. 
Bible stories. Daniel in the lion's den. Some fire came down. Let me tell you, not just some fire came down. Come on. God stepped from immortality to mortality. Glory. Wouldn't you love that this morning? He's here. Elijah's God is with us today. Glory. Hallelujah. Yep, raised on Bible stories and almost, we want stories. Stories about this and stories about that. But we don't prod our spirit. We don't push ourselves. Because we're laid back people. Uh, the comfort of Laodicea is getting upon us. I say shake it off. Shake it off. We are literally in the coming and the catching away of the bride of Jesus Christ. Uh, nice to have you back Blake. Or Blake here? No. That's Ernie. Must be a family reunion time. My goodness. This is a catching away time. This is a going home time. The voice came not for me. Jesus was very, very, very clear. The voice didn't come for me, but for your sakes. This message, saints of God, came for your sakes. Hallelujah. I wanted Brother Murphy to preach part two of his gone to prepare a place for you. That was, that was just dandy. I loved it. <laughs> but this place that he has provided to dwell in is you. This is you. Moses went into the tent, but this time God comes into the tent. Come on, come on, stay with me. Moses walked to the tent. This time God comes in your tent. Mm -hmm. Where's God? God's living in you. Then if God's living in you, give him the praise and the glory and the honor. Uh Uh-huh. Not a story, it's a living reality. Not just a preacher preaching, it's you pulling. Word saying amen to the word. Because only the word, amen, the word. Hallelujah. And that is nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth, saints of God. God has come down. He's dwelling in a people. He has prepared his tent. Where you once walked into him, he's walked into you. That's what washes away your sin. That's what cleanses you. That's what pushes out all unbelief. All churchianity. It gives you fire in your bones. Glory. What's happening up here? Oh, how I love him. How I adore him. He's my breath. He's my sunshine. He's my all in all. Hallelujah. 
We have not followed cunningly devised fables. No, sir. This is not a story that was told. This was a reality that happened in this day. And we have been, we've had eyewitnesses sitting here for years. Come on. You've had an eyewitness that sat in that seat for years to speak of the glory of God that came down in this generation. Now can you turn around and say, I've seen the glory of God in you. (laughs) Amen, David. I've seen the glory of God in you. Come on. We preach about it. Now I'm going to get you into it. I'm going to get you into sonship. I'm going to get you into adoption. I'm going to get you to where you can speak the word of God. It's already laying in you. All you have to do is water it with your amens. I believe it. I believe it. He says this is a time for the sons of God to be manifested. This is the mystery that's been laying down throughout the ages. But this is the hour where the sons and daughters of God are manifested. Hallelujah. Think about it. God is manifesting himself through tents. Hallelujah. Glory. We have not followed cunningly devised tables when we remain known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus. Mine eyes have seen the coming of the glory of the Lord. That glory is his opinion. It's not just the glory, but it's God's opinion. And God's opinion came in this message. If I've spoken the truth, then he will bear witness. If I've spoken the truth, may God bear you witness. Glory. For we've received from God... The Father, honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. So there was a voice came out of the cloud for Moses. There was a voice that came out of the cloud for the disciples. For the seed genes that were there. I want to tell you that there was a cloud on month's sunset. You know that. There's a cloud where? On Mount Sunset. Where was it? On the seventh peak. Come on. Just remember those mountains are, was his name. William Marion Branham. He said that will be a memorial to you. He said that first peak was the first pole. Then it went in a few little peaks. Then, then the second peak was the second pole. But in that third peak. <laughs> Amen. When the secrets of God are made known to her bride. She goes off into immortality. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Jesus answering them saying in the first seal. The hour has come. The son of man should be glorified. Amen. At that day. What day? Brother Brown said this day. 
He was very clear. At that day when the Son of Man is being revealed, He said, what day is that? That's this day. Who's the Son of Man? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Prophet was a Son of Man revealing the Son of Man. And that Son of Man was using this Son of Man to thunder His Word. Hallelujah. This isn't skim milked. Nope. And this is actually, this is things we should know. And that's why I'm saying I want to prod you mothers. I want to prod you fathers. I want to prod you young people. Just don't leave this message sitting on some table in some USB. You get that message in you. You'll wake up in the morning. You'll listen to that voice. It will change you from glory unto glory unto glory. To his opinion, to his opinion. Amen. This indeed is the coming of the Lord. Did you realize there's a second part to that unfolding? He fulfilled the Old Testament. Brother Bram said in Masterpiece, she fulfills the New Testament. And we're at the end of the ages where it's bride time. This is she is him time. Yep. Rising of the sun time. Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said, The hour is coming now is. That the Son of Man should be glorified. He said, You're at the end of the age. His ministry was ending. And now just in a couple more years, the prophet, the Son of Man ministry, was going to end also. But as Joseph laid up seed... For seed. Joseph laid up seed. Wheat seed. Come on. Put it in the storehouse. Come on. And it wasn't for Egypt. God doesn't even think of Egypt. He only thinks of one thing. His seed. Seed for seed. You might as well rejoice. Joseph today, wrapped in a rainbow cloud, stored up seed for seed. I could run through a troop and leap over a wall. Yep, you think I'm fanatical now? Just wait. Just wait, saints. That little white-haired man going to be blonde again. And I won't be huffing and puffing no more. Nope. I'll be changed in the atoms. So notice he's changing us from glory. From your, his opinion to his opinion to his opinion. He's gone through seven ages. Glory and the glory and the glory and the glory until finally she comes to the peak. And then he casts his waiting bride away. Swing low. Sweet chariot. People say, oh, my goodness. Do you believe a prophet has come? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you, saints. What has this message done for you? 
Man, I should have him. You jumping up. He should be jumping. You know what he did for me, Brother Tom? He saved my sin-sick soul. He gave me a wife. He's given me children. He's healed my body. This message is everything. And I'm not talking about William Bradham. I'm talking about Christ. What have they got? What have they turned back to? As a pig to its wallow. And a dog to its vomit. They're drinking again. They're running around again. But you're getting holy again. Hallelujah, Brother Roy. We've lived for this moment. We've prayed for this moment. Why cry? Why cry, Mark? Speak your daughters. Speak the word. Ah, was he saying why cry? Speak. We're not little babies again. We're not, no, when I was a child, I wang, wang, wang as a child. Does everybody know what wang, wang, wang means? I don't know what it means in French, but I know what it means in English. <laughs> Think about it. A baby crying. But when I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I came into the stature of a perfect man, I put away childish things. And I dove into the message. I ate the book. I became the book. I am the book. I better preach over to here. You guys were pulling too strong this time. They were beating you last week. Now you got it, huh? Amen, brother. Down from his glory. Ever living story. My God and Savior came. And Jesus was his name. <laughs> no longer wrapped in a manger. But he's wrapped in your flesh. And the word that came from prophet to prophet to prophet. From the one that spoke in the garden. That said the woman's seed will crush the head of the devil. From that time. So when Jesus came, that word traveled through the Old Testament. And a, unto us a child is given, unto us a child is born. Huh? And a virgin shall conceive. And Brother, Brother Briscoe preached on it years ago. And Brother, I believe it's kind of one of the things that are to be. And that word found a womb in Mary. Down through seven ages. Come on. The Old Testament got the word made flesh. Come on, come on. Then the New Testament must get the word in flesh. Crossing over of Old Testament and New. Jesus was the word. In the beginning was the word. The word with God was God and was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now that word is in you. It wasn't a new creation. He says a part of the same creation. You have come from God, you go back to God. Huh? You're a part of that new creation. Hallelujah. God, Brother Ram said, spoke from his eternal, eternal throne to say the seals was to be revealed. But when it placed before John, it was a symbol. Can you imagine? For 2,000 years, it was a symbol. 
a symbol. And no man was found worthy to even look on the book. A symbol. But in this day, God weighed you out on the scale of his word and called you worthy because he's worthy and you stepped on that scale of access and you're on a level plane with the Lord Jesus what he did you will do no one was even worthy to look on the book or to take the book but in this age you're not only commanded to look on the book you're not only commanded to read the book you're commanded by the word of God to eat the book glory no other age has had the privilege like you've got. No other age has got your privilege. Give me the book. Come on, take the book. Give me the book. I don't want to talk about the book. I want to live in the book. And I want that book to live in me. We've had quarters, quarters, quarters. They know all the quotes. They know all the scriptures and still live like devils. Yep. But I don't want to live like a devil. I want to live like a saint. I want that word living inside me. And the word, Daniel says as we take, I'm just still on first paper, just so I know opening comments. We okay? You okay? If you wear me out too soon, I'll be a shriveled up mess here. But a word of the king, The word, I'm sorry, let me back up. While the word was in the king's mouth. So now listen, listen. Nebuchadnezzar, Babylon, they've got a message. They got a word. It's all phony. It's all dead. Twice dead, plucked up by the roots. But then there fell a voice from heaven. (laughs) Hey, Laodicea can have Laodicea. Churches, churches, brides, brides, churches, brides. But notice he didn't say churches, 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 churches. Ooh. People that call themselves bride. Ooh. Tom, you're getting on thin ice right now. Just, I'll stay in the word, okay? Just let me quote the word. And I'll be okay. There have been churches, churches, bride, churches, bride, churches, churches. Or is it, there's been churches, churches, bride, bride, churches, bride. But there's coming one. That was at the rising of the sun. There's coming one. There's coming prophecy. You cannot stop a prophesied promise. Because this was the voice not from a man. This was a voice from the cloud. From that immortal, eternal realm came down and spoke through his servant. There's coming a bride. You might as well say, I am the bride. I'm not ashamed of this gospel, for it is indeed the power of God unto salvation. To them that what? Do you believe it? Then as you believe it, let it be unto you. Hallelujah, EBA. Let it be unto you according to your faith. There was a voice, Eleanor. There's a voice that descended. That is a voice because Cole, K-O-L. You might want to change the spelling because it's great. You'd have a voice in your home. I know you do already, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. Not that I'm not thinking of you all the time. Huh? The voice, Cole, came down from that most excellent glory. 
It means when that voice descends, he's showing you his divine will. The descending voice is letting you know what God's will is. People don't want, uh, it sounds like Satan. I will, I will, I will ascend. But God's come down to give you his will. Hallelujah. Not the devil's will, not Laodicea's will, not unbelief will, but what is the will of the heavenly father? The voice descended from heaven. It gave them the coal. It means to reveal his divine, perfect, intelligible word. It's divine, it's perfect, and it's intelligible. Don't sit here and say, well, I, you're getting into deep waters for me. No, these aren't deep waters. These are for waters for you to swim in. Get in the water. The angel is troubling the water. Get in that pool of Bethesda. That is the sheep pool. Yep. If you're a sheep and an angel is troubling that water, I'd jump in while I can. Say, I've been had cold, I've been having a cold, cold experience these last few weeks and months. Maybe even a couple of years. You don't have to be that way. No, sir. God has spoken his perfect will to you. And it's intelligible. If you call on the name of the Lord and believe, you shall be saved. Is that the word? That's the word. We need to preach it in purity and holiness. Preach it without favor, saints of God. And a voice fell from heaven in Moses' day. And a voice fell from heaven in Jesus' day. And I want to say to you, a voice came down from heaven today. Did not the prophet tell us about that dream? Huh? About that dream? Can I tell you about his dream? Huh? There, in that dream now. He's talking about... Let me get to it. I'm shaking. I'm, I, I'm getting, going too fast here. Sorry. Now listen, he says, but those who love God and are looking for the reality, that very God who made the promise in the Bible before our faces make, and makes the church and the people, science magazine and everything else, is still God. And God can tell the time what time is it, sirs. He knows exactly what time it is. And man says now, listen, Brother Brown said it was three minutes to midnight. Didn't he say that? He says three minutes to midnight. And now they've moved the atomic clock to a hundred seconds. Huh? One minute and 40 seconds to midnight. And just in a few more clicks, I'm going to be gone. Because that's called the doomsday clock. They're expecting bombs to fall. But Brother Ram said, don't worry, bride, before one bomb falls. That voice from the excellent glory has told you intelligently, you shall be changed. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Just like Brother Bram talked about and Brother Roy had a dream. And Brother Bram makes reference into standing in the gap, that dream. You say, oh, Brother Tom, do you believe in dreams? When a prophet talks about it, I do. I don't believe in your dreams, but I'll believe in his dreams. Dreams are personal when they're for you, from you, individual. Don't tell me about your dreams. I've got enough. I got to understand this. Well, forget about yours. Did I make that clear? I didn't be around the bush, did I? No. Okay. Just so that we're all on the same page. 
But somebody said to Brother Branham, I think it was, well, dreams. He said, didn't Nebuchadnezzar have a dream? And wasn't there a prophet to interpret that dream? Did Brother Roy had a dream? Then there was a prophet to interpret the dream and it brought it forth standing in the gap. And he said, in that dream, Brother Branham, can I say what he said? Can I say what he said? Yes, sir. There was a cloud on the mountain. Glory. Same cloud that was with Moses. Same cloud from the excellent glory of Mount Transfiguration. Same cloud that came down in this generation. Say, oh, there was no cloud. Okay, for you unbelievers, there's no cloud. But for me and my house, there's a cloud. What has that cloud done for you? It's changed my life, my intelligence, my thinking, my speaking, my acting. Uh Uh-huh. And it's changing me. I'm not coming less holy. We're becoming more holy. Haven't you found in the last weeks and months and last few years, things are just dropping off, falling off. Where'd that thing go that used to trouble me? What you did, you took the word. You stomped on that devil. This is the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. All creation is groaning, winging for the manifestation of the sons of God. You are that manifestation. Hallelujah. Glory. And it said there was a cloud on a mountain. And he said, wasn't there a place in the Bible, Brother Branham? Yep. He said, the cloud that overshadowed Peter, James, and John. Yes, sir. Took up into a cloud and overshadowed the Lord Jesus. And spoke, this is my beloved son. Amen. That was the word. Speaking to the word. Now, when this messenger came, as we know, was a redeemed Son. A son that was born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. Came into the world speaking lies. But then God came. Redeemed him. Adopted him. And manifested through him. Glory. Showing the rest of the harvest. The rest of the harvest is going to be like that first fruit wave offering. Hallelujah. Glory. I am happy I'm in Boaz's field. Glory. Amen. You've been gleaning too long. Open your basket. Amen. Seed for seed. The storehouse is open. You don't have to be gleaners anymore. He's poured out a bushel full. Come on. This isn't a little trickle as a reform paintings of the rock in the wilderness with a little spigot coming out. Are you kidding? Two million people? Do you know how many gallons they need to drink in an hour? And they got sheep and goats and whatever they got. That was a gusher coming out of that, out of that rock. I'm going to tell you, that rock was Jesus. And that Jesus is here. And out of that rock, amen, a prophet took the ear off and said, look on this. 
Come on. We've been looking on this for a long time. Hallelujah. Look on this. And the others that left, they left, they left. Let them go. Let them go. Seventy disciples left. Let them go. But I'm looking on this. I'm looking on this unveiled Christ. Amen. What cleaved that rock? Brother Ram said, one place is crowbar. Let me call you, it was the king's sword. It was the king's sword. Who is the king's sword? King Jesus. King Theophany. King Melchizedek. And if Melchizedek's here, where's the city? Come on. Right here. King Melchizedek. My future home is in him. Future home of the heavenly bridegroom. And the earthly bride. They are uniting as one. What he said, you say. What he speaks, you speak. That's why, Brother EBA, by your confession, your body will come subject to your confession. Because it's not you. It's God in you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, how I love him. Brother Jean, nice to see you. God bless you. Glory! So yes, Peter, James, and John were overshadowed, or on the same mountain, overshadowed the Lord Jesus, and that God spoke, this is my beloved son. I preached on that there not long ago, a little message called, hear ye him. I believe we've come to a time where it's now she. You might as well read it, rising of the sun again. Yep, she is him. Bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, life of his life, spirit of his spirit. She is him. These aren't quotes, saints. These are life. Yep, life. Life. I've come from his side and I go back to his side. Glory. He said they went up on the mountain. He's telling the dream. And when... He did. I was standing there. He's telling about Brother Brown. You were standing there. And a voice came out of the cloud. Amen. Amen. That's for my title. A voice from out of the cloud. And then a voice came out of the cloud. Are you ready for this? You ready, church? A voice came out of the cloud. Wasn't that true, Roy? He said, yeah, something like that in that order. This is my servant. I have called him to be a prophet. And I, it, for this age... To lead the people like Moses. And he's been given authority. Oh my God. Given authority. Authority isn't taken. Authority is given. You don't take it and say I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. It's God that gives the authority. I've called him to be a prophet to the age. To lead the people just as Moses did. And he's been given the authority. And he can speak. Into existence. 
Come on, Violet. Speak healing to your grandson. Speak the word. Ah. Uh, not interested. Not interested in your feelings. I want your face. My face says by his stripes. I am healed. Amen. Ask anything in my name. In the manifestation of the word of the hour. Ask in that name. In God's chosen place of worship. In a secret place. The world can't have God's chosen place of worship. But God's given me God's chosen place of worship. Yeah, Victor. I'm one of them. Yep. They're looking at Brother Branham and they're looking for miracles. And they're looking for this. They're still in the first and second pull. But in this third pull, the spoken word age. The open word age. And look out, friends. There will be a time when it's just speaking to the total loss. We don't want to get there. We want everybody here saved. Because if you don't receive Christ, there is another dimension waiting for you. But to those that are saved, we're going from mortal to immortality. Why? Because that voice is pulling you. I feel the pull. Huh? Yes, we feel the pull. We feel the pull. Where'd that tug come from? Mike, tug, tug, tug. Was it that an old song that we resurrected there? Huh? Do you feel the tug? Do you feel the pull? I do myself. I do myself. I want to come a little higher. Higher than I was last week and what I was yesterday. I want to come up higher this morning. I trust by the word of God you come up a little higher this morning. What time does that? Is that right? What time did we start? We've covered enough ground already. It seemed like I've been here an hour and a half. I'm trying to have mercy on you today. Brother Briscoe said it, as the pastor said. He said, let them play yesterday's service from the wedding and then add 15 minutes to it. <laughs> I said, well, thank you, Brother Ed. I'd love to do that, but I don't think I'd get away with that. <laughs> but I said, the pastor said. So maybe that'll be a Wednesday night service sometime. <laughs> hey, Brother Ed is so gracious. Thank you, Dad. I called him to be a prophet to the age. To lead the people just as Moses. Moses led the people by a mighty hand. And delivered them out of the grip of Satan. And in this generation. Because you had seeds of representation. God has come down with a mighty hand again. And you're not learning God by history books. By 1952 and 1956. By what had happened. Huh? We're seeing what's happening. Because we got representation. And this message came to Satan. To let him know. Loose your grip. Loose her. How many got somebody you want loose this morning? I'm sure you do. Well why don't you let that voice that came down from that excellent glory. That spoke to you. And is living in you. Speak the word. Loose my daughter. Loose my son. Come on. Loosen. 
That's what the blood is all about. Amen. That's what the blood's all about. This bleeding message is all about. Is the power of loosening. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? Then send out a voice and let it be a mighty voice. Let it shake Satan's kingdom. Glory. Glory. The same God that spoke to Moses. The same God that spoke on Mount Transfiguration. Is the same God that came down in this generation. And said as Moses led a people out. You will lead a people out. I want to say to you and declare. I am that people. Listen under the blood and bulls of goats. Miracles came. True. Is that right? Miracles came. Blood and bulls and goats. So miracles. Under the blood and bulls and goats. Blood and bulls and goats. Opened the Red Sea. Uh-huh. Under the blood and bulls and goats. They went through Jordan. But they still were only covered by sin. Every year there had to be an atonement for their sin. But this blood. This blood. This word. Bled for you. This blood. Looses you. This blood. Cleanses you. This blood. Told you you are justified. You are sinless people. It's more than opening the Red Sea. It's driving your sin so far back. It goes to the originator. Satan himself. What a loosening. What a transformation. What a power. Not covering. They had miracles under the blood and bulls of goats. Mm -hmm. Yep. But under this blood. You can be free. From every guilt, every lying spirit, every unbelieving devil that tried to torment your mind. You can take the word of God, for this is the time of the manifestation of the sons of God. You tell that devil, get behind me. In fact, not only behind me, get out of here. I don't even want you. I don't want to even look at you. Get out of here. What time? What time? This time. This era. This moment. He delayeth no longer. If it's not this time, David, when? What other time is there? Are we waiting for another church age? There's not another church age. No, sir. The angel of himself came down with an open book. Clothed in a cloud. Glory. And he spoke. And he gave that word to a prophet. And that prophet gave that word to you. What he did, you do. You're not going to be a prophet. But what he did, you'll do. You might do something. I might do something. Collectively, we did great things. And a greater than this shall you do. Uh-huh. Why? Because Brother Brown said there's more of you. More of you. And a voice came out of the cloud. Aren't you glad that God came down in a cloud in this generation? That we're not reading now 2,000 years ago or 4,000 years ago. We can say my Jesus is up to date. He said I'll never leave you nor forsake you. For I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. We're here. 
So now, saints of God, where are the sons of God? <laughs> Glory! Here I am, prophet! <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, some of the time. Never, never, never let the devil get you. Amen. Practice what you preach. I got to practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. I want you to practice what you preach. Boy, you could turn that one around on us, Brother Tom. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The Lord is gracious to us. Very, very gracious to us. That he would open our eyes to see and our ears to hear what the Spirit would say to the church. Hallelujah. And told him, you will do what Moses did. Where's that word residing now? Where is that blessed message residing now? Where has your womb closed to any other perverted seed? And no other seed can get into your womb of your mind. Let this mind that was in Christ be in you. You need to have the mind of God to get his thought. You can't think God's thought without the mind of God. Because our minds are enmity to God. So let this mind that was in Christ be in you who thought it was not robbery to be equal. And your prophet, priest, mighty God unveiled before us. And he preached unveiling of God. He said he didn't, he says we don't talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. In his opening comments were, you know, my, it's a Sodom out there. My, it's a Gomorrah out there. He said Lot sees that. But they don't see what you've been hearing this morning. (laughs) Matthias all the way from Poland came here to hear this message this morning. No, he came here for the wedding. But he happens to be here. Caught up. In another presence. Caught up in God. You still? uh, Give me a few more minutes. Okay. I'll save that. The voice. From the cloud. There's never been a day like this day. There's never been a message like this message. There's never been a bride like this bride. They without us are not made. So we're not just the bride. It's a bride throughout the ages. Right? From Calvary on. So we're making up a total body. 
Now the body is incomplete. It's complete. I don't want to say incomplete. Complete. And he's calling you perfect in him. Because in your perfection, there is no perfection. But when he sees you through the blood, perfect. That's where you need to get into him, the bleeding word, to see yourself as he sees you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To see one another as God sees you. You want to take the privilege of being perfect. I would like you to turn around to somebody and say, you know what? You're as perfect as me. <laughs> that was hard, wasn't it? That's like a kid saying sorry to his brother. <laughs> Say it. I'm perfect. Yes, you are in Christ. That's the wonderful part. It's in Christ. We're perfect in Him. He sees you sinless, spotless, virtuous. Hallelujah. So now he's, what is it? Brother Bram said, I've trained you. I've trained you. (laughs) Telling us that the bride has been listening to this message by the word. So let me go back to a quote from our first service. I think this is part five or six, whatever. A ponder, ponder. I've been pondering this a long time. But in the Lord Jesus Christ, he was possessed of a power that went beyond the earthbound limitations. Yes, sir. Listen, Brother Murphy ended off his service. I don't know if you noticed whether it was a prayer or the ending comments. But he said, I don't want this just to be quotes. I want this to be a living life. A living life. We can say, I'm perfect and we got the power to speak. Yeah, let's live a life so that God could. Because remember, I, I cry speak. Why cry speak? He said, he said speak. He said speak. Come on. He said. So you're so in tune about your father's business that when he says speak, you speak. When you're quiet, be quiet. So now he says now, he said, he possessed a power that was beyond those earthbound limitations. Yes, sir. He walked to that cold, stiff, formal body. But not only did he walk to Jairus' daughter's body, he walked to Lazarus, who was stinking dead. She was just dead. But he was stinking dead. Four days stinking. And he went to Jairus' daughter. And Brother Bram said he went beyond that earthbound limitation. And if you read on Lazarus, Brother Bram said, and you look at with a great voice, he spoke. With a loud voice, he spoke. He reached into that immortal realm. And he searched for his spirit. Well, he say it only took a moment. Exactly right. He's God. He can do anything. Lazarus! And he finds himself a totally healed body. 
come forth. What did he just say? I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Believest thou this? Amen. I believe it with all my heart. You who are dead in your sins and trespasses. You heard the voice of the resurrection. And it was God's voice seeking you out. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly where you're at. He walked over that cold, still form, dead girl. Hallelujah. Took her by the hand. He said, where's everybody? He said, they're outside. He says, they're making fun and criticizing and everything. But he was possessed with a power that he could speak into another world. Have you read that? Oh, you've just heard me preach that three times now. This is the third time quoted. That was 1954. 68 years ago. And now we're just picking it up. Are we putting at the brother Branham? Yeah, a lot of people stop right there. He could speak into another world. He spoke in tongues and said, Telethakumi. That is, soul, return. Back to this girl. Hallelujah. He gave the same power. Are you listening? Listen, everybody. Michael, you listening? Huh? Are you listening? Yes, I'm listening. He gave the same power to the church. I'll let that sink in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same power that went into another realm pulled a little girl's spirit back into her body. He had the power to go into that realm. Saints of God, listen, I'm believing for the impossible. The change of the body is an impossibility. So I might as well believe this part too. I might as well believe this part too. Who am I leaving it to? Somebody else? Who? Who? Sister Sam, who's going to believe this? (laughs) Me. I'm going to speak happiness. I'm going to speak joy. I'm going to speak gentleness. Temperance, meekness. Yep. Yeah, he gave the same power to his church. I got a star of David right beside that. He gave it right to the church. Amen. When you're forsaken and downcast, God gave us a language. A voice that came from that excellent glory. Oh, I don't want to leave you hanging. Brother Brown said in one place, he said, I'm going to give you words to place on your lips that's going to defeat the devil. He's given us a new language. And that's the language that came from above. And if you read that prayer, that's a prayer that you would pray. But God was vindicating his prophet. And I want to let you know he'll vindicate you. Well, I prayed and they weren't healed. They will be. Come on. I prayed and they weren't healed. They will be. I prayed and they're not saved. They will be. Abraham prayed and staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong, giving what? What? What kind of praise? Hallelujah! I don't care how old I'm getting. I'm getting a new body. 
And not just the new party. I'm going to have seed. Seed for seed. Yep. Don't look around. Look at me. Look on me. Look on the word. Whew. Getting pretty strong, Brother Tom. Well, who are we? We are the word made flesh today. We sing the song. We sing the song. Can we say it in normal talk? Can we say it in normal talk? We are the word. Oh, isn't that nice? We are the word made flesh today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But then all of a sudden you say, well, you're the word too. Everybody wants to sing the song, but they don't want to say amen. I just need to bring myself down here. Yeah, Jariah. This ain't just some message that we just say, oh, that's good for Brother Tom or Brother Ed or Brother Murphy, Brother Michael, Brother Tim. No, it's good for you. We are your servants. You are pulling me out like I've never been wrung out before. It's been a long time I've been with this wrung out. But God has given us a language. A language. We're now, we're grown now. We put away childish things. Wah, wah, wah. Cry, cry, cry. Why cry speak? He said, even Samson, as I said, I referred to a couple of services ago. Samson didn't have to have call a prayer meeting. I got a thousand Philistines on my case. Brothers, please pray for me. Let me put you on the chat. I'd rather you put on the chat, I just slayed a thousand Philistines. Well, how come you didn't let me be a part of that? Huh? See, look at you getting down because I'm getting to your address, huh? Come on. Let's go slay some devils. There's enough demons out there. 200,000 times. I walked out of here and you guys were as quiet as church mice when I walked out here. But all of a sudden, the level kind of started to rise. Mm-hmm. The thermometer started to lift. The pillar of fire started to move. Amen. And the air conditioner is blowing and I'm sweating my brains out. But I love it. When the presence of the Lord comes, speaks to us from his word, not from some emotion, not just from some nice little story told and not some nice little title and get a quote that matches the title and, and, and we're done in 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. Those days are over. Those days are gone. We're not looking to man. We're looking to him, the son of man himself that has been unveiled. Hallelujah. God give us a language to speed out, speak out into another world. 200,000, thousand supernatural demons loosed at the river Euphrates. Loosed, Brother Bram said in Feast of the Trumpets, loosed on one people. You. So I did, years ago, I did the math. And I started to mentally, but I didn't want to be like David, so I, I didn't quite put everybody in the number. And I said, well, if there was two, even 10,000 believers, which I don't know, maybe there's 100,000. Divide 150,000, go 200,000, and divide that into 200 million. And you'll find out you've got about 100,000 personal devils on your case. Even even with, it was only 10,000. That's a lot of demons. And you wonder why you're wore out through the week? You've been fighting devils. You're angels. I'd like to get there. He said, your angels don't go home with you. They follow you wherever you go. And only seed have angels. <laughs> All right. I'll claim that. 
Lord, I'm one of your seed. Then don't let your angels leave me and let the Spirit of God in me defeat those demons. Because I've been given a message. I've been given a language to defeat the devil anytime, anywhere, any place. Hallelujah. The church tonight in 1954. But I want to say this has been a prophesied promise out of the voice of the cloud. Telling you, saints of God, the church tonight is possessed with that kind of power. All right, you did good, I'm perfect. I'd like you to turn to one another and say, I'm that church. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, I, you know why I like that? Because your body's got to catch up to you. Your confession. The high priest can't move until you confess it first. Then he moves. And he makes your body come subject to your confession. I am that church. It's not another people. That's me. All creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. Oh, I just want to go home and put my feet up and have a cup of tea. Really? I don't think Caleb even had that. Huh? There he was at 85. Your pastor sat here, sat here, sat here, sat here. I looked at that pastor, our pastor, said, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Yep. And he stood at 85 and he said, give me my mountain. Exactly. In fact, give me the hardest mountain, the seventh peak mountain, where every devil of unbelief is trying to get you down from climbing that mountain. Is it easy climbing mountains? Try Kilimanjaro. Try kill K2. Try Everest. You know, people die trying to get there. They said this last year. Tens, if not twenties of people have died on the peak because they couldn't get to the top of the mountain. But I'm going to tell you, Bri, you got power. <laughs> you got a different kind of power. It's called resurrection power. A power that is delivered going to take you to the mountaintop. Amen. Amen. You're possessed with a kind of power. Hallelujah. That all unbelief. Yes, sir. All unbelief was now pushed out. And we moved in the supernatural realms. I said, Lord, help me move into these supernatural realms of God where he dwells. And that I feel the pull. Not from just... Boy, that was a good service I pulled on the word. But I want to get pulled into another dimension. Amen. I'm sorry. My clock died. We killed time. I cannot believe that. What time is it? Oh, no, you say that. But we better have a break. Everybody that don't want to stay, go. <laughs> Please, somebody help me. What time is it? 12.30, okay. I'm only an hour out. We're still 11.30. <laughs> I 
Man, we broke into a, a slipstream. Never happened to me before. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> Amen. Well, I would like to get where I want to get. Can you give me five more minutes? I think you're going to like this. In fact, I know the bride will love this. This is called adoption. This is called adoption. Can we turn, please, to Romans chapter 8? Romans chapter 8. We could be here a long time. So I'll try and not be. Verse 19, Romans 8, verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. This is a prophesied promise. And nothing is going to stop God's prophecy. I will bring you out with a mighty hand. Though it was 400 years, that prophecy was fulfilled. And they were indeed delivered with a mighty hand. The seed of the woman was a prophecy that went for 4,000 years. Found a womb to lodge the word in. And it brought forth that prophesied promise. And he crushed the head of the serpent. But now Paul is writing in Romans here. That for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth. Are you part of that creation? The whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of what? Our bodies. My brother, my sister, tell me, when was the time that the sons of God was ever to be manifested outside of this time now? You want page? Page four, adoption series four, paragraph 19. Tell me, brother, sister, when was the time that the sons of God was ever to be manifested out of this time. There ever a time in history, those that manifest the time to deliver all nature, nature, the nature itself is groaning, waiting for the time for the manifestation. 
Why? Before the atonement was made, before the Holy Ghost was ever poured out, before all the Old Testament saints on down, there couldn't have been manifested. It had to wait to this time. Bride time. Your time. Victory time. Overcoming power time. Translation time. New body time. New home time. <laughs> Hallelujah. This time. This time. It had to wait till this time. Now all things has been brought coming, shaping up to the headstone, to the manifestation of the sons of God coming back and the spirit of God coming into these men so perfectly until their ministry will be so close like Christ till it will join him and his church together. Can you say amen? And God put it in the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. What time? This time. Now, as God has moved down through the age... We're at Leo the lion. We're at the capping of the pyramid. We're in the book of Revelation. And the spirit. And the bride. What do they say? Come. They say the same thing. He that is the thirst. Come. He that's hungry. Come. Are you hungry? Are you thirsting? They come to the fountain that's been opened up in the house of David. We're in the book of Revelation. Not only are we in the book of Revelation, we're at the last chapter of the book of Revelation. It's the end time. It's manifesting time. Hallelujah. I took that quick for two minutes. I got three minutes left. We have been predestinated. Page 14, if you want to look it up. We have been predestinated unto this inheritance. You've been predestinated, Jeff, to be here at this time. As I told your mother as we prayed on the phone the other day. We bind that devil never to come back again. This is my inheritance. This is your inheritance. Get off my ground. Squatting devil. Get off my son. Get off my daughter. Get out of the church. Get out of my family. Get out. Hallelujah. You've been predestinated to this hour, Gabe. This is your hour. This is your time. All creation groaneth to this time. If I have a right to that inheritance, and I then I got onto a rabbit trail, and I'll probably preach it a few years down the road or something, because I have a page for that. But it's called, I looked it up. I wonder if there's people that unclaim or don't claim, or it's unclaimed inheritance. you got to be crazy. Are you kidding me? And that's what I'm seeing around the world. 
Mm-hmm. Unclaimed inheritance. And you know what? If you read about it, I mean, there's pages and pages and pages and pages you can read. Unclaimed inheritance. Do you know if it's, when it becomes unclaimed, it's impossible to claim? Don't unclaim your inheritance. Start claiming it. Start claiming it. This is mine. I'm predestinated to this hour. Today is the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a whole legal battle to fight banks and use lawyers and lawyers will use your money. And after they've used your money, you have no inheritance. Unclaimed. I, I don't know why some of you guys, I say, forgive me. I don't like to turn you guys. Please don't use you guys to me. Restaurant people do that to me. Brother Biscoe and I will be sitting there and he'll say, you guys want some? I'm looking at Brother Ed, an apostle of this message. And you call my pastor a you guy? Man, you, you, you don't want to go for lunch with me. Pulling a sword. <laughs> you don't call him guy. No, sir. Man of God. Pastor. I don't care. Call him. Give him respect. That's what we need to do with one another. Start giving respect. Not just Tom, Harry, Dick. No, sir. Brother John, Brother Jean, Brother Daniel, Brother Michael. Come on. This is a lazy age. Anyway. We're predestinated to this inheritance. What I've been speaking to you about this morning, saints of God, is your inheritance. Power to speak, power to bind, and power to loose. Your inheritance. Bind the mamba. How many times does Brother Murphy have to preach on that? Bind that devil. Bind that mamba. Loose him. Bind him. Loose him. Bind him. I say, bind him and get him out of here. I love that first time he spoke on that, Brother Murphy. He loved it. Predestinated to this. Not just to talk about it. Do it. Oh, I got a phone, brothers. I got a phone. Do it. Do it. Have a testimony. Be one of those mighty men of David. Uh huh. They had a testimony and it was written down in the Bible. But I got my Bible said, she that overcomes, he that overcome, shall I grant to sit with me in my father's throne. I've already claimed my part in the throne. I don't know how we're all going to sit there, but I'm first. Remember John and James had that problem? I think I'm having that problem right now. But they were called the sons of thunder too. The predestinated. I've got to get off this line. The predestinated. Unto us. He's predestinated. Unto us. This inheritance. Before the foundation of the world. He said. I was predestinated to preach this gospel. I have an inheritance. An inheritance of eternal life. But God sent Jesus to make that inheritance real to me. I want you to say, God sent this message, which is Jesus Christ, to make mine inheritance real to me. Amen. Real to me. Because there was nothing I could do to inherit it. 
It was blank. There's nothing I could do. But in the fullness of time, God sent his son. In his own good time, sent Jesus, the lamb, slain before the foundation, uh, foundation of the world. His blood was shed that I might go to my inheritance. Mm-hmm. That I might go to my inheritance. To be what? What inheritance? What inheritance, Brother Roy? This one you're going to like very much. What inheritance? My inheritance. He said, sonship. My inheritance is sonship. I want you to know I'm not going to unclaim it. I'm going to claim it. That inheritance, Brother Norm Wood, is yours. It is yours. Amen. Sister Wood, I'm claiming your healing. Might as well do it. Might as well tell that devil, get off of my property. You're squatting on what God bought for me. And I bind you. Yes, sir. My inheritance and your inheritance is sonship, daughtership. It's a key statement. It's key. Don't let it lay unclaimed. Because it might be a time where you can't claim it. Now this might choke you. This is what your prophet is saying. This might choke you. You still with me? I'm past my three minutes, but I'll try and wrap up this, this paragraph. This might choke you. To death. But did you know that the men that are the sons of God are amateur gods? Come on, he's talking about your inheritance now. He's not talking about you talking about it. He's talking about you living about it. This might choke you to death. But did you know that man that are the sons of God are amateur gods? How many ever know that? How many know that Jesus said, the Bible said, did not your law say itself that you are gods? And if you call them gods, God said in Genesis 2 that they were gods because they were full dominion over the dominion of the world. They had full dominion over the dominion of the world. And if this message came to do anything, was to return us back to our dominion. He gave him dominion over all things. He lost his godship. My inheritance is sonship. Now he turns it to godship. He lost his godship. He lost his sonship. He lost his domain. And Satan took it over. But glory, we're waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God who will come back. And take it over again. This day. This prophecy. Is fulfilled in your ears. Glory. This day. Start claiming it. Hallelujah. Claim your healing. Andrea. By his stripes. You're healed. Sonship. 
sonship inheritance. Limp to the pulpit. Limp to the pulpit. Limp to the pulpit. Now I can run to the pulpit. Why? Because God answers prayer. He can heal through what? He can heal through music. He can heal through love. He can heal by faith. He can heal by the word. He can heal by medicine. God heals. Come on, amateur God. Come on, sonship. Come on, daughtership. Glory. That's why they say this virus business. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you on this one. These people that want to claim the virus, I unclaim that. If you want to unclaim anything, unclaim anything that comes from the devil. Don't claim your sickness. Don't claim nothing. I'm a son and daughter of God. They'll take up serpents. And it will not harm them. Oh, I might get stuck with a needle. Ah. Come on, really? God's not big enough to watch over his body? It's ridiculous. They limit God. My God's unlimited. You think cancer's something on the same page as God's ship and sonship. You think cancer's something. The Bible said there come things when men will write rot right in their flesh. Buzzards will eat off of them and even die. Cancer's a toothache to what's coming. But remember, that's a horrible thing. Was forbidden. Come on, sons and daughters. I want to hear you sing. I want to hear you sing. It's forbidden. Forbidden to touch those that have the seal of God. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Come on. Victory today is mine. Glory. Hallelujah. When I woke this morning... I didn't have no doubt. I knew that the Lord. I got down on my. I said, Lord.
praise him, say praise him, praise him. Glory. Hallelujah. Well, I got to prove I'm one in a million. Load. C 
seed for seed. Amen. God has stored up for you in His storehouse in His end time harvest time for bride time, sonship time, Godship time, your time. How many got the victory this morning? Glory, glory, glory. That's a good confession. I didn't look up in the balcony. Now I will. Who's got the victory up there? Glory. Oh, wait back. We got it down here too. Amen. How about Joel's army? Is that good enough? We'll close on that one song. Joel's army's coming in plain view. Morning star.
the king in the camp. Hallelujah. Then if there's a shot of the king, then the king's here. Glory. To deliver anything you have need of. Why don't you just speak it? Before we go to prayer, why don't you just speak it? Say, Lord, I claim my, or I claim this. I claim it in the name of Jesus Christ. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed. Now let's speak it. Let's speak and go forward in the promise of God. Brother Murphy, would you mind closing in a word of prayer? Our dear Heavenly Father, we're sure to hear that the voice from the cloud, Lord. Lord, that this voice is for us. Lord, we're not only hearing it. Lord, let us become that voice as we have heard it at the preaching. Lord, no matter how weak the voice it is, no matter how strong that voice is, but Lord, that there's a voice behind this voice. Lord, that that voice of God is just behind every voice that I uttered. Lord, we claim that. We claim that on the one that you have given to us. We claim in our children, Lord. No matter how we were that they are, by the voice of from the clouds, Lord, that we claim them they're coming back, Lord. No matter how far the prodigal sons has went away, Lord, by the voice from the cloud, we claim it. They're on their way back, Lord. Lord, no matter how sickness that the people get, how serious that is, that is, but Lord, we claim it with that voice of the cloud. Lord, that the sickness is healed. The eyes can see. The cancer is healed. Lord, the bounded of the one is delivered. We give you all the thanks and glory for your speaking to us like that. Lord, this is not just a voice that we can treat it normally. But Lord, this is a voice that is coming only in this age. So that's why we believe it, Lord. And not only believe it, Lord, we speak it, Lord. Because we confess every word of God is the truth. We have to say the same thing. It's not say our feeling. It's not to say our mental conception. It's not to say how our body felt. But Lord, we say exactly what you said. We say amen to God's word. We know the word has said and we believe it and it is done Lord. We give you all the glory and thanks. Father we thank you Lord. We give you all the glory. We worship you because you are worthy for all the worship. Lord we're watering what we have confessed with the worship. We're watering with what we have heard with the, with the praise to God. We thank you Lord. Oh God, it's just a bless our dear brother Tom as he has been the vessel that they bring the word to us. Lord, I pray that the same blessing that it be with everyone that is represented here. Lord, and may the voice that we heard carry us home and then continually speaking to us. We're pondering on it. Lord, and we're spoken it and we believe it is going to be done, Lord. Lord, we're taking possession of every word that we ever heard this morning. We're taking possession of every promise that you have been made for us. This is not something in the future. But Lord, this is right now that is a moment. We don't have to wait till we get back to claim it. Lord, this is the time. This is the place to claim every promise. Lord, every son and daughter, every of our loved ones. Lord, some of the, some of the property hasn't been claimed for years. Lord, I, I pray, Lord, don't let them pass it, Lord. This might be their last chance that they can ever claim it. Lord, we're never going to miss it. Lord, we claim it every promise. We thank you, Lord. 
Lord, I ask you to bless your children as they have been so t- uh, listening to it attentively. Lord, it just granted them the double portion as they go in each way. We ask for your blessing to be with us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Can we sing just one more song? Blessed be the name of my rock. Blessed be the name of my rock. today we might be going home but i might be seeing you in a rapture because i feel rapture season is upon us amen god bless you thank you for being so wonderful to minister to this morning you're dismissed in jesus name